No time to die tonight. No time to die. James Bond's well, having a strong. <laughs> Dude, I you remember that, you remember that? that meme? Dude, holy crap. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. No, Daniel Craig's last one. Although two hours and 43 minutes seems like a lot of time to die. It's plenty of time to die, Mr. <laughs> Bond. Jeez. Hello, everyone. I'm Dalton Burda. Nick Iricchio. And we are the Movie Nights. Well, some of them. You're watching this because you want to hear our uncensored, unfiltered thoughts and opinions about the world of movie and entertainment news. So kick back, relax, and thank you for being a part of the conversation. How you doing, dude? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. We're doing them twice a week now. Yeah, look at that. Tuesdays and Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern. Yes. You know what I'm trying to do? I well, It's probably expensive, so I have to look up how much it costs. But you know, like, pre-shows at movie theaters? Mm-hmm. Where it does, like, the new V with Maria Menounos? Yeah. Are you trying to get Maria Menounos? No, no, no. I'm trying oh. to get ad space for the show. Oh. Ooh, I think be that'd cool. be cool, right? That would be cool. Yeah. Then we'd have to go early to every movie to see if we're on. <laughs> to actually check to see if Although, they're running it. It's probably super effing expensive, though. So I thought we, you were saying we had Maria Menounos in the budget. Dude, if we had Maria Menounos... First of all, if we had a budget, I'd pay you. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> but if we had Maria Menounos, I would just ask you to leave. I brought that up to you in confidence. It's very hard for me to talk about. I know. I apologize. I'm not a good person. There was no follow-up to that. I'm just letting you know. It's <laughs> just a statement. Don't trust me. Matter of fact. Uh, so on today's show, we only have one big story to talk about, and then we're going to kind of go off into some funsy things. Little funsies. Uh, the main story that I want to talk about was an exclusive from Variety that actually just dropped as we were recording this today. Uh, there's going to be a WandaVision spinoff with Katherine Hahn and the Agatha character. Ooh. But it's really early in development, and that's literally all we know. I'm going to pull this straight from Variety. A WandaVision spinoff starring Katherine Hahn is in development at Disney Plus from Marvel Studios. Variety has exclusively learned from sources. Hahn would apprise the role as Agatha Harkness in the series, which is described by sources as a dark comedy, though exact plot details remain under wraps. WandaVision head writer Jack Schaefer would serve as the writer and executive producer on the project. Should the spinoff go forward, it would be the first project Schaefer has set up with Marvel since she signed an overall deal with them in 20th Television in May. So basically, it's just saying that it's not doesn't have the green light, but they're developing it, and it's going to be part of because we reported on the deal that Jack Schaefer had an overall deal with Marvel Studios mm-hmm. moving forward after the success of WandaVision. What are your thoughts on this? And do you think it'll be part of Phase Five? Do you think it could be at the end of Phase Four? You know, any general thoughts you have? I don't know. I'd be curious to see if it like takes place before or after or mix because like Ooh, she's yeah. kind of locked in there now. So is that mm-hmm. like the dark comedy aspect? Yeah, of it's just a sitcom. Yeah. And, and just it, the underlying tone it, is that you know she's trapped yeah, there. It might be um, their way of being able to do WandaVision Season 2. Oh, yeah, like a but roundabout it, But it's way not WandaVision it. Season 2, yeah. Yeah. So, do you think we see Catherine Hamba again before that? Yeah, maybe. I think she might pop up in Doctor Strange. Maybe. I don't know that. That's <laughs> Her and everyone else that yeah. ever was in a movie. Yeah, all the peoples. <laughs> everyone, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm excited for that. I liked that character. I, like, I hope I it's like the called Agatha all along. That would be great. And Catherine Hunt killed it on that show. Fantastic. I just hope we get more Ralph Boner, personally. True, they could do Ralph <laughs> They could do Ralph Do you remember how hype I was? Remember when I called you? Yeah. Like, screaming, like, have you watched WandaVision? You're not going to believe what they did. The thing is, they probably pitched it to Evan Peters the whole day. They're like, oh, so is that anything? He's like, no, it's nothing. It's literally just a boner joke. And they were like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Now, and don't get me wrong. I think it worked perfectly in the story. Yeah. And it's literally our own fault as fans just because we knew that WandaVision connected to Doctor Strange. Yeah. And then we saw him and we were like, oh, it's starting. <laughs> that was that was Marvel going like, yeah, you want to speculate, huh? You think you know what we're going to do? Yeah. You want to be disappointed? Oh, you think it's Mephisto? Oh, oh it's Mephisto. <laughs> Boner joke. I, I feel like they can't even do Mephisto now. I hope it's Mephisto and Spider-Man, just for the meme. <laughs> no, I hope literally Ant-Man 3 is Ant-Man versus Kang and Mephisto. <laughs> the hell's Ant-Man going to do about this? How is he going to beat them? <laughs> oh, it'd be great. It'd be great. But I am also really excited about this news. I think Jack Schaefer did a great job with WandaVision. I think um, Catherine Hahn did amazing in that role. Mm-hmm. And anything that involves her, whether it be centered around her or not, I would love to see. Yes. So I am all about this news. I think it's gonna be a great idea. And um, yeah, 
Nothing but looking forward to it. What do you guys think about this? Comment. Let us know. Are you excited about Agatha getting her own show? I am. I don't know. I didn't know how to end that sentence. So uh, I, just I, am. I am. I am. <laughs> Boy, would I. Boy, would I. Yeah. So, um, Rick. <laughs> he wrote me into this. He wrote me into this. Oh, man. Oh, God. But uh, for the rest of the show today, um, so as you guys know, or, or fans of the channel, you know, all 11 of you, I, <laughs> I used to do movie reviews. And after Godzilla vs. Kong, I literally stopped because I got really busy with The Local, which is now streaming on Apple TV and Google Play if you want to buy it. Shameless plug. And uh, then I just did one for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. There's a big gap in there of movies I've seen that I didn't review that I'd like to do quick little reviews with everybody and involve Nick. And you can also add in movies that you've seen that I have not seen. You only do video reviews for monsters fighting each other movies <laughs> yes <laughs> from here on out are you gonna review the what's the animated movie coming out it's like all the monsters wrestling it's like a wrestling movie i don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> i think will arnett's in it what <laughs> yes look that we'll look up this up while you start all right so the first movie i saw after godzilla versus kong was mortal kombat did not love mortal kombat uh the grade i gave it was a c minus the only reason it's not in the D range is because it was the fight scenes were really well done. It was violent as hell. They pandered way too much to the video game fans, I think, and a lot of the story didn't work. Because my thing is, if you're going to create an original character, why put that character immediately to the side just to have Scorpion fight Sub-Zero at the end of the movie? Spoilers. And why not just make the Scorpion like something that can be passed down and just make the character Scorpion? Like, if you're going to make a new character, which I was cool with, and I like the actor Louis Tan a lot. Yeah. Give him more to do. <laughs> like, don't just put him to the side at the end of the movie. You know? That didn't make sense to me. That and I just thought 99% of the script was awful, except everything with Kano. Kano, with Kano literally did everything perfect. Yeah. Even Although I didn't buy his turn at the end of the movie. I feel like they only did that because they were just like, well, he's bad in the game. And then I did it. I'm just upset we didn't get like one one-shot side wide shot fight right. scene yeah, just that to mock been it. Cool. Yeah. Or at least just a shot. Like yeah. they didn't even do that. But I mean Lewis Tan was good. Yeah. I hope I, he shows I like up Lewis more. Tan. Yeah. yeah. I love the tease at the end of the movie that you just knew was going to happen. Oh yeah. And I have no idea who's gonna play him and I hope we do get a sequel because I want to see that. Yes. That would be awesome. Cause it's gonna be some like handsome good looking everyone wants ryan reynolds but i don't think ryan reynolds wants to touch the mortal kombat franchise yeah i don't know unless they get like a whole new creative team behind yeah, it yeah or if he can just come in and be like let me make let me do this yeah that would yeah i i see that but exact reasoning i don't know who who they could get but i'd be excited for it regardless yeah yeah same uh, the next movie i saw was wrath of man we saw that guy ritchie yeah. yeah i give it a b plus mm -hmm. not nearly as good as the gentleman no. guy guy ritchie's previous film and I thought the second half of this movie rules. Like, mm -hmm. I love how the movie concludes. And especially once you meet the gang of bank robbers. Yes. And you get to their story through the end of the movie, I thought was really, really well done. Slow start. Slow burn. Yes, yes. And I won't spoil it. But um, the beginning, the script was really off kilter. The dialogue mm -hmm. was really bad. And it was just like, the, how is this the same creative team that made The Gentleman? Oh, it was the same creative team. Yeah, I'm whole, pretty oh, sure wow. it was the same writers as well. And then you get in the second half of the movie, and you're like, oh, and it almost completely makes up for the first half. Yeah. And But I mean, Jason Statham's great. Mm -hmm. They have the greatest remix of Folsom Prison Blues I've ever heard, yes. and they still won't release it. I'm so that, that was a really good one. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, I thought it was okay, B+. How about you? I It felt like Guy Ritchie directed it, but it did not feel like a Guy Ritchie movie. Mm -hmm. It felt like a movie Guy Ritchie directed, where yeah. it was like, we have this script, and it's very average. And Guy Ritchie was like, I'll, I'll make it. Yeah, I'll, I'll add some Guy like a little bit mm -hmm. of Guy Ritchie into it, but it's not a full-fledged start-to-finish Guy Ritchie movie. And I yeah. think that's where it... No running shot from the side. I know. What a shame. <laughs> Why is it a Guy Ritchie movie anyway? <laughs> if you don't even have that, what a shame. Yeah. But yeah, I thought, so, I but thought it was fine. Yeah, I thought it was, it was okay. Fun enough. What was it, like an hour and a half? Something like that. Put, yeah, it was yeah. short. Yeah. yeah. But like especially how they were able to give the bank robbers in the movie a sense of camaraderie Yeah. was really interesting. Like the way they were able to quickly get that in there. And I thought 
I'm kind of rooting for him. Yeah, I was like, I love yeah. these guys. And I'm yeah. not, I'm not a huge fan of Scott Eastwood as an actor. Uh huh. But I thought this was his best performance that he's given. Yeah, I like the guy who played his partner, not Scott Eastwood, but Jason Statham's. Uh, he's the guy from. Oh, Mind Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, yeah. He was also in Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's good. Colm, Colm, Colm something. Colm yeah. something. I don't. I'm, he's good. I like him. Me. Yeah. Yeah. But he shows up. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was that was good. All right. Here's one that we're gonna disagree on a little bit. Army of the Dead. <laughs> I gave it a B. I had a lot of fun with yeah. Army of the Dead. I also got to see it in theaters, which I'm happy that I got to. Yeah. I'm going to watch Army of Thieves, and it comes out in like I two weeks. I'm going to watch Army of Thieves, yeah. But uh, what I loved about the movie is, um, again, Zack Snyder, amazing at opening credit sequences. Yes. And it was artistic, and I it was, yep. I loved it. I loved the idea of in a zombie apocalypse, how they solved the problem. <laughs> like, it's just, yes. just Vegas. And just blocked it, just locked it off. It, yeah, we'll lose Vegas for yeah. everything. For, on a story purpose, um, it's a little like they the setup is a little like well, there's you could poke some little some holes in that. And uh, but overall, I thought that the makeup effects were great. Yeah, I understand people who don't like how it was shot. It didn't bother me all that much with like the blur and yeah, everything. Yeah, the shallow depth of field. I I thought Dave Bautista did a good job. Yeah, and I like yeah. I really thought like he carried the movie, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know he could carry a movie. Yeah, um, some of the side characters I like, some I didn't like at all. Uh, the guy who cracks the safe was great, and I'm so happy. He's yeah, I'm the happy he got Army a spinoff. Yeah, um, Tignataro. Yeah, Tignataro was great. And, and, the way and they, you, yeah. you, if you didn't know yeah. that she was never even a part of that cast, you would have never known. They seamlessly put her in that movie. Yeah. And uh, and she did great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't like how the film ended, mm-hmm. personally. But I like that they're letting Zack Snyder have like his own cinematic universe on Netflix with that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, was it like an anime or something? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I liked the um, this the intrigue that it sets up. Like there are some like zombie robots, and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. And it's like, oh, they're probably gonna talk about that later. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I know it bothers some people. It's fine with me. Overall, I thought the movie was a lot of fun. I thought that you, when you actually spend time with the zombie king and queen, yeah, without dialogue, but like I understood the story, so it's like they're doing pretty good with that. Yeah, you know, there's some setups in the movie that don't quite pay off well, and um, some of the characters were annoying. But uh, other than that, I had fun with the movie. And um, there's one more thing I was gonna say. Oh, um. There's a seat. The first person who gets killed by a zombie once they're in there, she went down like a badass. Yeah. And I remember, because like every zombie movie you watch, the first person to die usually just kind of dies like a bitch. Yeah. And this person was not going down <laughs> without not a fight. And like it was such no. a sick scene. But yeah. uh yeah, personally, I liked Army of the Dead. Go ahead and tell me I'm incorrect. No, I mean, it was fine. I think it was the, the robot stuff didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am I am excited that the the Safe Crackers getting a, yeah. a spinoff, and uh-huh. I'm going to watch that movie. And I believe he directed it too. I think so which too. I think yeah, is interesting because mm-hmm. he was really the best character. I yeah, think he was. Um, I had fun with it, but I didn't have fun enough. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you look at the trailers and then the movie itself, they were kind of advertising two different movies, in my opinion. Okay. And I think the trailer made it seem like a lot more fun, mm-hmm. whereas they kind of made it more gritty and realistic. Okay. Does that make sense? No, no, I, I see what you're saying. Like, they picked the shots that are just the general Zack Snyder mm-hmm. slow-mo, like, of all the coins yeah. falling out. But they made it seem like it was going to be all that. Yeah. It wasn't. What, I, what I'll give you is that this movie didn't do a great job balancing tone. It would yeah. shift tones very suddenly, mm-hmm. and it was it was off a little off-putting. But, I mean, the other stuff, like I said, the, the, the robots didn't work for me, but I didn't have an issue with, like, the blur, mm-hmm. the shallow depth of field. Mm-hmm. Is it blur, too, or is it just shallow? It just, Whatever it be. Yeah. Um, I thought the characters interacting were great. I hated Dave Bautista's daughter. The actress did fine. I didn't <laughs> yeah, like the character. The, I didn't I like didn't the character enjoy, a lot. Yeah, she was I, one of the I characters don't I didn't the, like. I don't want yeah. to, to rag on the actors because I think she did fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just didn't like the character. And I feel like it makes it hard when that's your whole central yeah. plot is like the yeah, father there were, daughter. There were other better stories to tell within that spectrum and they chose just the worst one. They did that just because they needed a way to get him into Vegas. Yeah, whereas and like, I feel and like there were there were other ways you could have gotten yeah. that. You know, yeah, exactly. I uh-huh. think it was just more of a way to get us to sympathize with Batista's character. Yeah, but 
I thought he was fine. Yeah, like, I liked I liked Batista. I think he did a great job. Yeah, I do. I do too. And you know, he's proven. He's worked with Denis Villeneuve. He's worked with James yeah. Gunn. He's worked with all kinds of people. He's he's just worked with Sam um, Mendes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, crazy. I mean, he's really starting to grow a little bit. And I, I th- and I think that this movie kind of showed that he can lead a movie. Yeah, I saw someone saying that the next DC project for James Gunn because he confirmed he's doing something else. Yeah, that people think it's going to be a TV show about Bane. Oh, with with Batista, Batista. that'd and be cool. And it'd be like uh, like the wrestler. Like it'd be like mm-hmm. kind of very dark and like just yeah. about wrestling, but it's Bane, and then like you know you yeah. go to the other that'd stuff. That'd be pretty dope, but it'd be like a Bane centric yeah. thing. I could see him doing that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Especially since they love working yeah. together, and yeah. Marvel doesn't want to do anything with Drax, and Batista yeah. is very vocal. Yeah, that. that's the rumor of the round table this week. <laughs> that's the rumor of the round table. <laughs> no, but that's that's yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, Army of the Dead. Uh, next movie I saw was Spiral. Spiral. <laughs> this is where we're going to disagree. This is the only movie in 2021, and maybe in like a few years, that I've straight up given an F. <laughs> I thought the movie was terrible. I thought no redeeming qualities other than Chris Rock tried his best. and Because he wanted to make the movie. He's one of the EPs on the movie. Yeah. Nothing about the movie worked. Literally within five, you know, there's a twist in every Saw movie. When the person who eventually is revealed as the person behind it all entered the screen and spoke, I leaned over to Hannah. It's going to be that guy. And then it was, there's, he meets his divorced wife one time in the movie Mm -hmm. and they have a brief, like we're divorced. And then you never see her again. It's just like, (laughs) you forgot about that, didn't you? (laughs) And it's just like, there's so much wrong. And, and 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 what what bothers me is I'm a huge fan of the very very first Saw movie. And then everything after that, just... I dislike all the rest of them. There are yeah. some that have good stuff in it, mm-hmm. but like this one had a chance. Now that the Saw franchise is over, yeah, this one had a chance to be something different, and like go back to what made the original Saw good, mm-hmm. and it just made all of the same mistakes. Like it got the director of most of the Saw sequels, and yeah. I'm like. That's a way to revitalize. Why would you yeah. reboot it that way? And I thought that was really off-putting. And oh, there's a dumb fucking line in this movie. And I don't remember it. But he, Chris Rock is speaking to the killer at the very end of the movie. And he says, oh, I remember. He says, you're not Jigsaw. And you know what his response is? That's the game. That's an actual line of dialogue in the I movie. I know, I saw the movie. And it's like, what the fuck? Like... This was literally not a Saw movie. And then they made it a Saw movie because they said that. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? It was so... I did I did not enjoy it. And look, I don't like to rag on movies. Movies are very difficult to make. I respect people who make movies, even bad movies. I've made horrible fucking movies. It's I, just that... I just put this, something together. This was just so bad. What? Kyler and I loved Spiral. I know. And we told you that it's a great movie. Yeah. And then you and I loved a movie, and we told Kyle there was a great movie. It's it's his malignant. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get to fucking malignant. We're <laughs> gonna saw, get to malignant. Saw, saw spiral is that equivalent? I I I liked I liked Spiral. I I didn't get the twist in the first five minutes of the movie, so everything thereafter worked for me. Also, I was kind of slightly buzzed, mm-hmm. but uh, I had a good time with it. Yeah, it was ninety minutes of gore and. Not know, and also Sam Jackson and Chris Rock just cursing at each other. <laughs> I, I don't know. I love horror, mm-hmm. and I hate lazy horror. Yeah, because that type of horror is what put people off to horror for so many years, mm-hmm. and just seeing it again just upsets me I greatly. That, it's I don't know. I just I, I enjoyed enjoyed the movie. Yeah, yeah. For whatever it was. Yeah, whatever. Moving on to the next thing, Quiet Place Part Two. Fantastic. Yes. I think it's a slight step down from the first movie, but that's not saying a lot. Like I yeah. gave, I gave it an A, my second highest grade. Love to quite play part two. Part two, I'll be shocked if it's not in my top ten at the end of the year. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, everything that you like about the first Quiet Place, this one has it, and it also has. Um, I had no idea how they were going to continue the story. Yeah. And they did it wonderfully. Like I was worried that the story would feel like a money grab, and yeah. at no point in the movie did it feel like that. I really liked. Um 
what's his name? Uh, Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy's character. Mm-hmm. And I just like him as an actor. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And no, it was good. the whole utopia that they kind of set up in the movie, I thought was a really interesting, cool concept. I only have one grievance with the movie. Are we doing, it's been out long enough, right? All right, we're going to, I'm going to put my hand up for those of you watching on YouTube. If you're listening, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'll also say it when we're not talking about spoilers, but on YouTube, mute it as long as my hand is up. And when I put it down, you're good. Spoiler time for quiet place. Part two. Go. Uh, the creature getting on the boat. Yeah. And ending up on the Island that bothered me. It was a bit of a stretch. I get it. But it, it like it took mm-hmm. me out for a minute, and then I was like, "All right, they need to get him." Yeah, the I that and there were three storylines happening at once. Yeah, there was the mother trying to get something, uh, oxygen, the oxygen, the daughter trying to find the dad, the dad, and then the son with the baby. The son with the baby made no sense. Yeah, and I'm like, why are we cutting between three? It could just be two. Yeah, and that was the only thing that and the boat thing. Yeah, literally my only goddamn. Issues. I love that they knew Killian oh, Murphy. Yeah, I love that they knew Killian Murphy's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, audio listeners, audio listeners, audio listeners. In case you hit the fifteen second thing on Spotify, oh, audio yeah. listeners, you're good. Spoilers over. But yeah, thought that was. What's the spoiler gap for movies? I don't nowadays? know. Like, I feel like we could have talked about it freely. Yeah, and we kind of just did. But I still like to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Also. If you're on YouTube, uh, maybe even on the other apps. I know on SoundCloud, I, I'll put in timestamps oh, okay. of each movie. So just yeah, go past it. Uh, next, we're moving on to probably there are two movies this year that surprised me with how much I enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. This is one of them, and that's Corella. Yeah. I gave it an A-, and I went into the movie expecting it to be kind of not that great, mm-hmm. even though I love the trailers. Yeah. But that but that was just like, wow, what a marketing team, like in my head. Yeah. I'm like, they made this bad movie look good. And then I went in. And it was good. I fucking loved the movie. It was good. It was so good. I think it was a little bit too long. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And I think that it hammered on plot points too many times mm. to where it's like, okay, I get it. But I thought the performances were great. I thought the cinematography was great. I thought the story flowed incredibly well. And I thought the take they took on the character was really interesting. Yeah. It was just Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. And I'm like, this is like literally halfway through the movie, I literally like said to myself, this movie's fucking great. Yeah. Like I, and I did not expect the, it to the be. The henchmen were fantastic. Oh too, my God. Yes. Emma yes. Stone also just knocked yeah. out the part. I mean, and, always. And I mean, but, Emma Thompson is and, yeah. never bad. Yeah. And Paul Walter Hauser, I'll see anything that guy does. You know what bothered me about that movie though? Mark hmm. Strong wasted. We see a trend of that happening in Hollywood. And it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. I love Mark Strong so much. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's, he's, he's a good can't actor. can't catch a break. I know. He, they wasted him as Sinestro and it's still. He was good as Savannah. In Shazam, yeah, yeah, but he was. Hopefully, we see more of him. Yeah, yeah, for real. On to the next one, The Conjuring. The Devil made me do it. I liked that one. Yeah, yeah. I give it a B minus. Yeah, which I thought it was fine, but it's it's disappointing in that I think Conjuring one and two are top tier horror movies, and this one is okay. You know, you well when you lose James Wan, that's what happens. <sighs> I'll say it though. I'll say it. Say it. If he had directed Conjuring 3, we might not have caught the other James Wan movie that came I know. out this year. And honestly, I take that over him doing Conjuring 3 any day of the week. I've had two Conjurings. You know what I haven't had? I, I can't wait to get to Malignant. Oh, it's coming, folks. Oh, but yeah, Conjuring <laughs> Devil made me do it. B minus, it was fine. Yeah. It, it, it did show that... There the, were some good scares. Yeah, and it did show that the person who made La Llorona was just given a bad hand. That was the same guy? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. And I think that I'm going to watch other movies he directs. <laughs> James Wan was like, no, I trust you. Yeah. Yeah. But Patrick Wilson. We love Patrick Wilson. We love Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson, you have an open invitation whenever you want to come on the show. Yeah. Or just grab a beer. I'll buy you a Disney annual pass. I'll uh, buy you a beer. <laughs> I want to talk about Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about... Uh, Watchmen, and I want to talk about you being the president in BVS. Screw that. I want to talk about Stretch. You ever see Stretch? Yeah. That's what I want to talk about. Yes. That just guaranteed he's never coming. Yep. And Insidious. 
Insidious, yeah. Uh, anyway, next we got In the Heights. Very good. Really enjoyed the movie. I gave it an A-. minus. Um, again, I think it also suffered from being too long. Mm-hmm. The only thing I disliked about it was not every... And, and this is a nitpicky thing. I'm going to admit that. Not every sequence I felt was done as good as it could be. Because mm-hmm. you have sequences like the uh, lottery song, which I know all of the musical nerds just got mad at me that I don't remember... You know, they're singing about the amount. If I won the lotto tomorrow. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Like when they're at the pool. Cause yeah, they... that, that leads into that one because yeah. they're walking yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sequence started great and then it dragged. And then by the end of it, you're like, fucking, okay. Yeah. But then you have the sequence with Abuela. That was crazy. Which yeah, that was made me cry. That got unbelievably me. good sequence. Yeah. But overall, I think the movie was well done and I think mm-hmm. it had adapted the. Um, material nicely because it changed some stuff and if you cheat if you treat every Lin-Manuel Miranda appearance as a jump scare it's very enjoyable he was my favorite character (laughs) the Piragua guy yeah I love when he's just on the beach at the end yeah why is he there he's just (laughs) chilling yeah it was interesting his post credit scene was great oh yeah but uh but yeah no in the heights yeah thoroughly enjoyed yeah very good uh next we're moving on to Black Widow it was fine it was fine B minus yep Next. Next. Uh, Florence Pugh was great. Yes, David Harbour. Yeah, David Harbour's great. All the the family stuff in it was great. The action was okay. Um, I really, really wanted to see a Black Widow movie, and I'm still waiting for it. Mm -hmm. But but, but, uh, the movie itself was fine. Shame I love Taskmaster. Yeah. Not in that movie. And the post-credit scene. (laughs) And the post-credit scene was good. Hold on. I'll get it. I genuinely don't remember. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Blanked on that one. Uh, next, we have F9, The Fast Saga. Gave it a D plus. Didn't like this fucking movie. The only reason it didn't get an F was because... John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> and because Han is back, even though the reason he's back... I'm not even going to get into the fucking... I'm so pissed. Like, I... The only person I know who genuinely loves all of the Fast and Furious movies, there's a couple. One of them is Zack. Yeah. I called Zach and told him not to watch the movie. Really? Mm-hmm. And he's like, why? And I went into the whole thing of Han being back and fucking Jason Statham was at the barbecue in the last one yeah. and all this stuff. And he was like, yeah, I'm not watching it. I still don't think he's seen it. <laughs> it is such, I can't, I can't, I can't with five, six, and seven solid trilogy. Yes. Tokyo Drift is great. The other ones can kind of fuck John off. C- John Cena, man. I love Hobbs and Shaw was good. Hobbs and Shaw's the best one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. Yeah, that was uh, something. Mm-hmm. Next, another movie that kind of surprised me was Pig. Yeah. Always down to talking to Cage here. It was a good movie. Yes. I gave it a B plus. Mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage did a fantastic job. Yes. Um, the first half of the movie was okay, and then the diner scene happened. And through the end of the film, it was excellent. Yes. They had to do a little bit of a marketing trick to get people in because they made it look like it was going to be an action movie. Yeah. This is not an action movie. It is a straight up drama. And I'm glad we got it. Yeah. But the drama yeah. was really well done. And I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. I it, I, I agree that the beginning was kind of slow, choppy, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. But I, at some point I realized I'm like, Oh, I'm in this movie. Yeah. Like I felt immersed in it and I don't know at what point it happened. I think it was just so like, yeah, it no, was the, so calm. Like everything was so slow and like, there was no like, like craziness yeah. to it. That I was just like, all right, I'm going. I'm yeah. No, the, the yeah. only thing I think that really would have helped benefit this movie is this movie takes the world of cooking and being a chef very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. But at no point, and I'm glad that there was no like unnecessary exposition, but at no point was there a comparison to the audience of like, hey, this is ride or die for these people. Yeah. And so you don't really pick up on it until about halfway through the movie. Like why... The, like the chef guy. Or yeah, and yeah. Like, like why it's such a big deal about what's going on in the movie. Yeah. And if it, I think it would have done a better job, a little bit of a better job of just putting the stakes in question. Yeah, like showing how serious it is that he's back and all yes, that stuff. Yes, yes. And I think that as the movie went on, it did an okay job of doing that. And mm-hmm. I really liked how it concluded. But uh, I think that was the only, like, main big problem I had with it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ah, mm. Very good movie. Next, we had Space we, Jam, A New Legacy. We love Calm Down, Nick Cage. Yes, we do. Yeah. Next, we have Space Jam, A New Legacy. Come on and slam and welcome to the jam. I give it a D plus. The only reason this movie doesn't have an F is because of the incredible sequence with Mad Max and the Wildly Coyote. <laughs> You're forgetting about the Austin Powers one. That was good, too. I mean, that whole Oh, sequence. yeah, the whole collecting them through the movies was yes. great. Yeah. I hate everything else about the movie. Don Cheadle, though. Don Cheadle, though. You know what? You're right. <laughs> um, the, the, It has, honestly, one of the funniest jokes I think I've heard in a movie this year, though. <laughs> Don Cheadle pops up and LeBron is because on the computer's a black guy. <laughs> it was just such a random line. What? <laughs> so funny. I forgot about that line. <laughs> on the computer's a black guy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Man. Next we have The Suicide Squad. I loved. I gave it an loved A. That movie. Yep. 10 out of 10. Weasel's great. King Shark's Weasel's great. Weasel's my favorite James Gunn's great. Whole movie. Uh, you never know who was going to go. You, they did a really good job of that. There were some deaths that surprised me. Mm-hmm. There were some deaths that broke my heart. There were some deaths where I was like, yeah, I saw that coming. <laughs> Which one broke your heart? Difta. I'm going to I'm going to let me say it again. It broke my heart. There's a visual in this movie of an actual... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was good. Yeah. yeah, that got me. Yeah, that that was sad. <laughs> I hate how much they made me like that character. I know, I know. Because I, honestly, I didn't hate him in the first one. <laughs> yeah, but like in the beginning of this movie, yeah. when that character gets introduced, for some reason I was like, fuck yeah, this guy's back. Hell yeah. And then they just made him so much cooler. Yeah. Um, Harley Quinn's always great. Always. Oh my god, we had a fight scene to a Louis Prima song. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Unhinged. Yeah, it was wonderful. And it Weasel. Was wonderful. I can't I can't reinstate how much I love Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um next was Free Guy, which was the other movie that surprised me with how good Genuinely it was. Genuinely shocked me. Yeah. Gave it an A minus. Loved yep. loved Free Guy. Fantastic. Live action Lego movie. Yes. Yeah. Um it live action that's exactly yeah. how i would describe the surprise i didn't expect anything from this movie and luckily i actually got people to go watch it who didn't plan on it and they mm-hmm. also enjoyed it yeah lovely movie sean levy's a great director ryan reynolds wonderful the marketing campaign excellent bunch of cameos they hid too yeah like a, a lot, lot of, of surprises well, and they the, were the one who you see the most of where it's yeah. actually that actor and not yeah. just the voice i was like yeah i haven't seen him in years i feel like yeah yeah <laughs> And just why is he in this movie? And then, yeah, no, it, that was yeah. really, really, really fun. Next, this one kind of split our group. Uh, the Nighthouse. That one did, yeah. I gave that movie an A fucking minus. I loved The Nighthouse. It's a horror film. Mm-hmm. That was really well done. Kyler did not enjoy The Nighthouse. <laughs> but uh, what were your kind of I li- I, thoughts? I, I liked it. I, I I think with the premise and how they explain it and show everything, I think it really is reliant on you accepting that. Mm-hmm. And if you can't get into the story or take that, then I feel like it takes you out of the movie. Okay. Um, and I, I was in it. I liked it. I thought the representations were cool and the themes and how they chose to portray those themes, mm-hmm. I think really worked in my opinion. Yeah. I really liked it. It was and what Invisible I... Man wanted to be. Fuck you, Invisible Man's great. I love Invisible Man. I think Invisible Man's better than The Night House, to be honest. But I really liked The Night House. Yeah. And Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall. Excellent actress. Always good. Uh, Moving on to (sighs) Malignant. How much time we got on this thing? (laughs) Oh, man. Can we just do a Malignant show? (laughs) So. Give me a Gabriel Funko Pop. So, by the way, by the way. Oh, yes. Yeah. By the way. Spoilers for Malignant. Uh, hands up. The whole thing with the audio again. Gave the movie a B. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yes. It is the love letter to Italian giallo cinema from the 1960s that you would not have any horror movie that you like today without that time period of horror. Mm-hmm. And this was the perfect Americanized love letter to that genre. I'm not familiar. Is that just batshit horror? Yes. And that's what literally got the censorship to stop in America because every filmmaker was like, I want to do crazy bullshit like that. (laughs) And it's like amazing. So the fact that 
I think it knew what it was without leaning into comedy too much. Mm-hmm. It was just like, let's make a really dumb, well-helmed movie. <laughs> yeah. And I loved it. Yes. I do have problems with it. Yes. I think some of the actors didn't know what movie they were in. Some enthusiastically did. <laughs> and uh, I thought that there are some storylines that could have been edited a little better. Mm-hmm. But overall, love the movie. And say what you want about James Wan, even if you don't like this movie, the man creates horror icons. Yeah. Jigsaw, Anna, um, Annabelle, the nun, the crooked man. Yeah, he gave the he made the Conjuring and a Gabriel. billion dollar franchise. Yeah. Aquaman made a billion yeah. dollars. He's like, give me your credit card. Yeah. I'm throwing a yeah. fucking rager. And, and now, <laughs> and now we get this. And now Gabriel. Like I consider yeah. him. Like when you think about 2020, the the, the yeah, the 2020s decade. Yeah, Gabriel is going to be one of the horror icons that you remember. Yes. All right. I'll let you talk about Malignant now, but uh, so I'm going to put my hand down. But Nick, when it comes back to me and my hand's down, you're good. Viewers, audio, I'll still do that audio listener thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, did I love Malignant. I have problems with it too. I have never seen a movie like Malignant, <laughs> I feel like. Dude, I got a whole list of Italian Giallo movies for you. Please do. Oh, I will. Uh, it is just the most batshit insane storyline. And there's a twist in it that I just didn't see. And when that got revealed, I literally was just from that point on for the rest of the movie, I felt like I was just like just not able to process anything that I was yeah. watching. And the movie from the very first scene, if you do not like that first scene or see what it's doing or feel like that doesn't establish any sort of tone you're going to hate everything that follows that movie. Yeah. But if you watch that and you're like, what's happening? This is <laughs> rad. You're going to love every second of that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's about embracing the bad <laughs> in a good way. Yes. And I feel like there's so much unique and interesting and stuff in it that I just haven't seen before. Yeah. That the stuff that's bad about the movie, mm. I'm like, I, I don't think I could be mad at it. Yeah. And- there is a legitimately top-tier action sequence at the end of the movie. Yes. That yes. leans in yes. to the ridiculousness. Yes. Like, they're like, we can't let this action scene be shitty or else... Yeah. There's also, like, a 10-minute chase scene. <laughs> yeah, there is. It just keeps going. Yeah. The movie's just in every genre, and I think mm-hmm. it really strived when it was just a cop procedural. <laughs> yeah. Is that... A, an episode of Law & Order. <laughs> yeah. Like, I... Yeah, I don't know. That movie, just everything about it worked for me. I know it didn't work for a lot of people. <laughs> Namely our group, because I think you and I are the only ones who genuinely love this Anthony. movie. Anthony also loved it, yeah. yeah. Everyone else just... I think Hannah said... You, you said Hannah liked it. Yeah, she just, she doesn't love it, but she thought But it the was. rest of everyone else hated yeah. it, like yeah. with a passion. Loved it. And I think it's hysterical. Loved it. Stephen King loved it, too. That's all that matters. Yep. And all the reviewers we like. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on Malignant. Hand going Hand down. down. Audio listeners, audio listeners, audio listeners, audio listeners. Spoilers are done for Malignant. Moving on to Candyman. I gave it a B minus. I, th- I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. I thought it was well helmed. It um, hammers the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. And that got annoying. But the overall story and taking, I'm not going to get too spoilery, but taking an icon and having characters in the movie change and influence what that slasher icon is now going to do moving forward. Mm-hmm. I thought was really interesting. That was a really great sequel to the first film. And with that, the only thing I didn't like, it's a little bit, it would have comedy in situations where it just took away from how scary it was. Yeah. And, it was a really well-helmed movie that kept... There were things in the script that kept repeating themselves and kept not moving forward. Mm-hmm. And that was the big, big holdup I had with the movie. But I'm really interested in Nia DaCosta as a director. Yes. I didn't hate the movie. I thought it was fine. And uh, that's kind of my thoughts on the new Candyman. I, I think the director did a great job. I'm looking forward to her directing the Marvels. Mm-hmm. I think that all the acting was really good. I love Yaya yes. mm-hmm. Abdul-Mateen mm-hmm. 2. Yes. 3, 2? Two? 2. 2. Um, and Tayona Paris? Tayona yeah, Tayona Paris. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a great job. Yes. Um, I have not seen any of the Candyman. 
So I think that could have been a hindrance on my part okay. of it. Um, but I thought it was well helmed. I thought, um, and I'll be honest, we I we went to a very late showing. We did, and I fell asleep, nodded off for like yeah, I think fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. and I think it was like the gap between the second and the third act. Okay, and I woke up and I leaned to whoever was next to me. I go, I fell asleep. What I missed, did this happen? And I said what I assumed would happen from what I was seeing to yeah. that. And they were like, yeah. So I felt like it was a little predictable. Okay, I got you. So, and that would be, but that's not mm-hmm. anything bad. But I thought mm-hmm. it was just, it was fine. Yeah. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. hate it either. Yeah. Um, Next, um, what I'm honestly no shit, as of right now, there's still some time, think is the best movie of the year. And that's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Such a good amazing amazing movie honestly probably in my top five for marvel yeah same uh, it's including all the team-ups all the avengers same overall amazing movie it it was a great story about family it was a callback to the old hong kong action movies Mm -hmm. it was an mcu movie it was all the things you wanted yep and it did it to perfection yes don't have a single real complaint about the film no i thought it was excellent yes watch shang chi and the legend of the ten rings people i put malignant on the list twice i like it so much disney plus free yeah, now oh, it is on Disney 12th. Plus. November twelfth. Black 12th. Widow came out today. I think. That's right. It was Black yeah. Widow today. Next, I have Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, gave it a C. Uh-huh. Uh, didn't love it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't awful. Yeah, it was annoying in that uh, he was singing like he was on stage and he was forty years old. That and his age really bothered me. Yeah, it, it took me longer than I feel like they wanted to for mm-hmm. me to accept it. Yeah, I just couldn't get over and it. And they tried to. None of the songs, with the exception of one were made into a sequence. It would literally be like a 180 conversation yeah. and the one would sing. And it was like super Except boring. for the one that was a sequence and it was totally different from every other song and it's the best part yeah. of the whole movie. and it came but right after an emotional sequence. Yes. It just comedied. To the theater people out there, Sincerely Me was my favorite sequence in yes. the song of the movie. It yes. doesn't fit anywhere in the whole thing. No. And I don't know how it is in the play. It's it's much better done in the musical. There's a lot yeah. more that happens in between the scene in the movie and that sequence. But is it still out of place? No. No. No, okay. like they gradually get to that point. Gotcha. It was nice to see Julianne Moore again. It was nice. And she like sang. Yeah. And Amy Adams, I always love. Amy Adams bothered me at the beginning. And I think that was just because I didn't understand what her character was doing. But then as you kind of watched And then it, as I yeah, understood I felt like, the same exact her way. character, I was like, oh, she's playing this phenomenal. Because it was yeah. really weird yeah, at the beginning. It was, and then yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, this woman's about to like lose her shit. Yeah. Like, she's literally just being held together by a, a staple. Yeah. And yeah. Amy Adams played that very well. I agree, though. In the beginning, too, I was also like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was fine. I really don't like Ben Platt's responses to all the age and yeah. singing stuff. Yeah, he's being or, kind of a, a douche. Because he's just like, this movie wouldn't have gotten made without me. Yeah, d- d- don't get me wrong. I think he's a really great actor. Yes. But he's, but he's, he's like, being kind of a douche. I'm yeah. like, dude, calm, calm down, okay? Mm-hmm. Next was Venom Let There Be Carnage, which I gave a B, and you guys saw my review, but yep. I'll let you briefly yep. talk about it. <laughs> I loved that movie start <laughs> to finish, man. Monster fight monster. Uh, I think it worked. I think it, it pl- heightened everything mm-hmm. I loved about the first Venom, which I was a fan of. I know you weren't a huge fan of it. Yeah. Um, I think it picked the right stuff to double down on from that, and I think it worked really well. And there were some sequences that were like weird and stuff, but I, I wanted there to be carnage, and man, they let there be carnage. Yeah. Yeah, true. And true. it worked. And there were some really great jokes in the movie that I keep quoting. And yeah, I had a good time with it. Sound and fire, but without, without the sound. sound. <laughs> that and they they say the title of the movie in the movie, and which is always hysterical. And uh, why don't you just eat the chickens? No, I can't hurt Sonny and Cher. Sonny and Cher are friends. <laughs> oh, and the last movie we're going to talk about, and we're seeing No Time to Die tonight. I think it's pronounced Titane or Titane. It means titanium in, I believe it's French. Yes, French. I <laughs> I don't even know. Do we have to talk about this? Movie? Yeah, like I genuinely don't. This is one of the first movies in a long time. I genuinely don't even know how to grade or how to describe a movie. Because it is a beautiful, interesting story that you've never seen been told before. Yes. With a whack thing that happens in the beginning and is a story throughout the film. 
that is a metaphor for something. There's a weird bookend. Yeah, and and it's it's a metaphor for something, and that metaphor. It wasn't explained the best way, but it is a metaphor for something. I'm I'm being very vague because I want I want you guys. To it's gotta watch be because if it's not, then this is weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but, me just rationalizing. Yeah, it. yeah. But it's just it. I, I'm all about metaphors in movies, but yeah. you shouldn't sacrifice it for the sake of actual what happens plot wise. Like yeah. you can do both, and yeah. it's just a mixed bag. I the final grade I decided upon was a C plus. But I loved the director, mm-hmm. and I want to see what else she does. Mm-hmm. I thought the movie was helmed very well. I thought the, there were great performances in it. Yes. It's just it. It's so but you know what? It swung for the motherfucking fence, man. And more it, so than malignant. More so than what? malignant, and it and it did not hold back. If the purpose, it just of... didn't fully work. Although, yeah. there's stuff in the movie that's fucking great. If the purpose of film is to make me feel something, I felt something watching that. Yeah. I just yeah. don't know what it was. Yeah. it. Yeah. Please watch this movie if it's playing at your local theater, or I'm sure it'll be on some sort of video on demand soon. It's called, it's T-I-T-A-N-E, Titane. I don't think I could watch it a second Titane. time, you know? That's like one of those- like, I will. I don't know if I could. I'm glad I experienced it. Yeah. Me too. But uh, it, it, it I, took I, a lot of mental power. Yeah. it's It was an interesting one yeah. for sure. Um, that's the only movies I've seen since the Godzilla vs. Kong and now, um, it's only about 30. Normally I see about 80 by the end of the year. So I'll see more and I'll catch up on some other ones. But Nicholas, were there any other quick movies you wanted to add in there that Uh, you've seen that I have not? I am trying to pull up my Letterboxd, follow us on Letterboxd, uh, 2021, done. Um... I saw The Guilty on Netflix with oh, Jake was, Gyllenhaal. How was that? It was good. It was, a you know, just an, I felt like a, an average thriller. It didn't uh-huh. really add anything new to the genres, but Jake Gyllenhaal's a good performance. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Antoine Fuqua. Fuqua. Mm-hmm. is a very good director. Yeah. And so it's, it. I, I hate using this term, but it feels like an airplane movie. Okay. You know? I know what you mean. Where you're like, that's really good. I'm glad I watched it, like, yeah. when I was in the middle of doing something. Like, yeah. you toss it on when you're watching, doing homework or yeah. studying. Mm-hmm. But it, it's still very good. Yeah. Um, I saw Cinderella. <laughs> How was that? That was a movie. <laughs> um, I've heard similar things. Yeah. I saw The Protégé. How'd that go? It wasn't bad. Yeah? It wasn't bad. They they get you with the marketing, I'll tell you that much. Uh, Michael Keaton's great. Uh I feel like Maggie Q doesn't doesn't scream leading lady to me. Okay, but she does for TV. If that makes sense, Maggie Q just I don't know. I see I don't get accept, but like she's a great TV. Like I love all the TV shows she's been on. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and it's just like, but Michael Keaton and Sam Jackson. Yeah, Michael Keaton specifically love Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jungle Cruise surprisingly fun. I had a good time with that. Just a simple adventure movie. It's The Rock. It's Jungle Cruise. You know exactly what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, I saw old. How was that? Wild, <laughs> weird, a lot to process. Yeah. Um, I saw the Fear Street trilogy. Oh, nice! I I need to yeah. fucking watch I'm that. I want to watch it so bad. These yeah, real yeah, quick. yeah. So we don't, this show's not three hours. <laughs> we got to get wings. Yeah, we got to get wings. <laughs> um, really good. Uh, my favorite is the second one because it's like a, the camp, like the seventies camp okay. era, everything. Uh, but I thought it, it tied together really well. All right. So I think that that worked. Solid trilogy. Highly recommend, especially with spooky season around. Okay. Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. A lot of fun. Okay. Again, really good action. Like, I'm like, all right, Karen Gillan. I need with, more uh, action. Karen Gillan and... Uh, Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. Right. Um, fucking everyone. Yeah, uh, a big cast. Leah Dunham. Not Leah Dunham. Leah Headey okay. from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, was it... Yeah, it was Paul Giamatti, who you know I love. I'll <laughs> yeah. see anything with Paul Giamatti. Uh, Carla Gugino. Yeah, very well done. I uh, I enjoyed it. Um, Netflix movie. Good action. Yeah. What, what, what more do you need? Uh-huh. Uh, Tomorrow War. I still haven't seen that. Tomorrow? Fun? Yeah. Interesting concept. They explain J- it. J.K. Simmons. Jake j- jacked J.K. Simmons, <laughs> sir. Uh, I thought he was the best in the movie. Uh, there's time travel involved, and I really liked how they explained time travel. Okay. Uh, so for those who've seen it, yes or no. Uh, but yeah, check that out. Um, 
Fatherhood. Kevin Hart gave a really good. You've performance. told me about this movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it shockingly, yet. it was it was good. Uh, Kevin Hart gives a really good performance because he's not Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not <laughs> doing his Kevin. Hart. It's yeah. like the upside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's like, wow, all right, Kevin Hart didn't go like. It's like the Nick Cage equivalent. Yeah, yeah. Luca, ten out of ten, fantastic. I still haven't seen great it. Pixar. You haven't seen Luca yet? No. That should be like top of your list there. Mm-hmm. Um, Werewolves Within. It's it's fun. It's like Among Us. Oh, okay. But like live at, it's like someone's a werewolf in this town killing everyone and they all get locked in a room, like a hotel oh, together. So it's literally. Yeah. No, it's literally that. Okay. And it stars, um, oh my God. Uh, Sam Richardson. Okay. Uh, that guy. Yes. Okay. And Lily from the AT&T. AT&T. AT&T's Lily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hitman's wife bodyguard. <laughs> Bat shit. <laughs> One of the best endings to a movie I've seen in a while. Uh, great, like cameo in it mm-hmm. that's one of the funniest scenes this year it doubles down on what the, everyone liked about the first movie because okay. it's fine the first one you know yeah. yeah yeah so it really levels that up they know exactly what they were making villain antonio banderas different movie like gary oldman and i love <laughs> i love that trend yeah. so much um curl arm dead spiral Mitchells versus the machines i heard that was great fantastic one of my favorite animated movies all right it highly recommend. I was cracking up the entire time. I I liked it. We didn't talk about nobody. You see nobody. F- well, yeah, but I reviewed nobody. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure nobody was nobody. good. Yeah, uh, coming to America. Fine, you know <laughs> what? What do you want from it? You know. Yeah, I did love nobody. Brian the Last Dragon wasn't a fan of. I liked it. I wanted to, uh, it didn't work for me. Okay, uh, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but like. When you see Luca and that, you're like, I right. will say the third act fell a bit off for me. Yeah. But I like, I, just, I still enjoyed the movie. Boss level. That's a fun movie. That's the Frank Grillo one. Frank right? Grillo and Mel Gibson. <laughs> Honestly, I love Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo's just, I want to watch more with Frank Grillo. Um, Willy's Wonderland, Nick Cage fighting a bunch of animatronics. What do you want from that movie? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't say a word the whole movie. I'm not making not even like one line at the end. I Nick, wonder. I wonder if they could pay him less for that reason, or if it was like a s- story choice. <laughs> Did he have fun? He beats the shit out of a okay, bunch of animatronics that are killing people. That's all that matters. Um, and Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Dude, I heard that was actually not bad. <laughs> it was so stupid. I loved every <laughs> second of it because you're watching. You go, I can't be mad at this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's. That's what I nice. got. Sorry for the speed run there. But. That's all right. Guys, if you saw any of those movies or movies that we didn't see and we should, let us know in the comments. Let us know what you thought about those movies. And thank you so much for watching today's episode. If you're watching us, go on to your podcasting app of choice and, li- and listen to us if you want to. If you're listening, subscribe to us on YouTube. Anything else you want to add, Nicholas? No. Well, thank you guys <laughs> so much for watching, and we'll see you next time.